This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Takedown Timeline. Moment by moment, how authorities track down the escaped prisoner and his jail guard lover. Inside their motel love shack. And the final chase. Did she take her own life or did he kill her? We could hear her on the line saying she had her finger on the trigger. And exclusive, like the jail guard, this woman also worked at a prison and fell in love with an inmate. She even helped him escape. It's just sad that nobody else noticed me. Then, Target eyeglass store. Shop after shop looted. All their merchandise wiped out. Plus, the verdict is in. Stunned reaction at the sexual misconduct trial of celebrity chef Mario Batali. And that's my truck. Chasing my truck right now. Wait till you hear how he tracked down his stolen vehicle. Plus, making history. The first pregnant Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Escaped convict Casey White and the guard who allegedly helped him were captured after a high-speed chase, which ended in a crash, during which guard Vicki White reportedly shot and killed herself. During their 11 days on the lam, the pair had been hiding out in a motel, and the sheriff says they paid a homeless man to rent their room. Les Trump reports. We're learning new details of how America's most wanted fugitives, Casey and Vicki White, were cornered. They had been staying at this Motel 41 in Evansville, Indiana, for a week. Here's Megan Alexander. The escaped prisoner and his jail guard lover checked into this motel in Indiana and a room just like this one. It's very simple. It has a bed, a table, a television, a fridge, a microwave. But probably most noticeable is how quiet it is here. On Tuesday, May 3rd, Casey White abandoned their pickup truck in a car wash and switched to this gray Cadillac. The owner of this car wash in Evansville, Indiana, captured everything on surveillance video. So he pulled up into this bay for a couple of minutes with his truck, while Vicki, moments later, pulled her car down this street. And as we saw on the video, she pulled down... 10, 20 feet, he nonchalantly exited the car wash and got in Vicky's car. But it wasn't until yesterday, May 9th, that U.S. Marshals tracked the Cadillac to the motel where they were hiding out. The final pursuit started moments after they made a break from the motel. A fleet of marshals and sheriff's vehicles intercepted them, chasing them on this highway. It ended when a marshal's vehicle struck their car. There's the Cadillac right there. Two factory workers captured these final moments. Members of the U.S. task force basically rammed the vehicle and pushed it into a ditch. And we later found out, had they not done that, 
the fugitive was going to engage in a shootout with law enforcement. I'm looking at it right now, they just got him. But she's not coming out of the car. You can see the hulking six foot nine Casey White in custody. But his lover, Deputy Vicki White, was found in the driver's seat, shot in the head. She actually called 911 during the pursuit. We could hear her on the line saying she had her finger on the trigger. Female is still armed. Casey White told police that his jail guard lover shot herself. But police say they are still investigating the possibility he might have killed her. As soon as we got to the vehicle, we got uh, Casey out of the vehicle and he said, help my wife. She shot herself in the head. Inside the car, cops found an arsenal of weapons and ammunition and $29,000 in cash. Now, the perplexing mystery remains. Why would a deputy with an unblemished record have a jailhouse affair with a violent criminal and help him escape? That is exactly what a lot of people are wondering. Why would anyone help an inmate escape? Well, this lady can explain. Back in 2006, she did the same thing. It's the question captivating America. Why would a trusted corrections officer risk it all to go on the run with an accused killer? This woman knows how it could happen. I can surmise that she was in love with him and that that love was worth whatever price she felt she had to pay for it. Toby Young ran a dog training program at a state prison in Kansas. There, she met and fell in love with John Maynard, who was serving a life sentence for murder committed during a violent carjacking. How do you fall in love with a convicted killer? I saw beyond that to the person that he really was. It's just sad that nobody else noticed me or paid attention to me. Toby Young was a married mother of two, but in 2006, she snuck Maynard out of prison in a dog crate, and off they went, triggering a nationwide manhunt. It doesn't make a bit of sense, but at that moment in time, it seemed like a viable option. A prison is such a barren landscape that if you have that kindling feeling like, oh my God, in the, in the least expected of places, I've found a new life, it can be intoxicating. The similarities between Toby Young and Vicki White are striking. Both fell in forbidden love with inmates who were more than 20 years younger, both on the run for around 11 days, both captured after high-speed chases that ended in car wrecks. I knew they would get caught. I'm just really sad that um, Vicky couldn't see through the darkness to find hope on the other side. After serving 27 months behind bars, Young remarried and turned her life around. She still emails with Maynard and has visited him with her current husband, who knows all about her background. The woman I am today would never act the way that I did 16 years ago, but at the time, it seemed like a good decision. Toby's written a memoir about her experience called Living with Conviction. It looks like celebrity chef Mario Batali made the right decision when he waived his right to a jury trial. He faced accusations that he inappropriately touched a woman who'd asked him for a selfie. Well, today, a judge found him not guilty. 
Disgraced celebrity chef Mario Batali braced himself. The judge was about to announce the verdict in his trial where he was charged with fondling and assaulting a young woman at a bar. I'm going to find the defendant not guilty to the charge of indecent assault and battery. With the not guilty verdict, Batali, the former co-host on the ABC daytime show The Chew, turned to a lawyer at his defense table and kissed her on the cheek. The verdict climaxed a two-day bench trial. There was no jury. The decision was determined by the judge. Batali left the courtroom looking relieved. It was a different story yesterday as he watched his accuser, a 32-year-old woman, paint a graphic picture of what she said Batali did to her in 2017 as they were taking selfies, which were introduced in court. So his right hand is all over my breasts, all over my rear end, um, in between my legs, gra grabbing me in a way that I've never, I've never been touched before like that. Today, before the verdict, one of the accuser's friends took the stand. What she told me is that he groped her. As the judge delivered his verdict, he said there were issues with the accuser's credibility. The complaining witness has significant credibility issues. Those issues were highlighted in her testimony. With her credibility questioned, the case against Batali ended with a not guilty verdict. Not guilty. Batali has faced allegations of sexual misconduct from multiple women, but this is his only criminal trial. If you wear glasses, you know how expensive they can be, which is exactly why they are the latest target of those smash-and-grab robberies. As Jim Murray reports, those frames are worth a bundle. More than 165 million Americans wear them, and they can be very expensive. $400 a frame or more without the prescription glass. Now smash-and-grab thieves have a new target, eyeglass shops. These brazen robbers hit a store in Alexandria, Virginia in broad daylight. They smash display cases and steal $20,000 worth of eyeglass frames as helpless store employees yell at them to leave. The cops are on the way, man. At another eyewear store, thieves calmly check out designer frames, then smash. They make their move. A store employee attempts to lock them inside, but one guy busts through the door while his cohorts scoop up $60,000 worth of high-end designer frames. These smash-and-grab robbers struck another eyeglass shop at night. The trio hit with military precision, quickly filling a trash bag with designer sunglasses and frames. This security consultant says there's a reason why smash-and-grab rings are switching focus from high-end stores to eyeglass shops. Those facilities have begun to harden the target to make it more difficult for these groups of thieves to get away with it. So now they're looking for less secure locations. Case in point, this smash and grab at a burger joint in downtown LA. To make matters worse, the owner was told it would take nearly two weeks to replace the glass front door. So he decided to stay here overnight, every night until then, to protect his business. You said you're not leaving this place unlocked with nobody here. You, you said you're just gonna stay here. Yeah, we stay here overnight. Right now, Pedro Mojaro is stuck with this flimsy wooden plank for a door. So the father of four is arming himself with pepper spray, vowing to stand guard as long as he has to. That is not right. It's estimated that glass door will cost $7,500 to replace. And we've told you about the problems of creeps using air tag trackers to stalk young women, but those tags can also be useful. 
as proven by this next story about a man who chased down his stolen truck thanks to an air tag. It's dramatic video showing a man in hot pursuit of his stolen truck. This guy's driving my truck, man. Chasing my truck right now. He's trying to catch the thief. He's going to know I'm following him, but I ain't going to get away. It started when Robert Pendergrass saw a neighbor surveillance video of the thief pulling off in his burgundy pickup. Lucky for Pendergrass, he had an Apple AirTag in the console, a Christmas gift that really came in handy. The AirTag app showed the exact location where his truck was in real time. Minutes later, he was in hot pursuit. I was on a 30-minute chase with this guy. He's making a left-hand turn on San Martin Avenue. Pendergrass got on the phone and gave a deputy sheriff a running blow-by-blow -blow account. Man, he's blowing down the road right now, man. At one point, his stolen truck whizzes right past him. You see Pendergrass making an abrupt U-turn. The thief realizes he's being chased and tries to lose his pursuer. He's trying to lose me, man. When he realized he just was not getting me to disappear, he pulled over and jumped and ran into this uh, hotel lodge kind of thing and ran in between the buildings. And here's the pickup truck today. Where my air tag was located was down inside my center console. Authorities warn of the potential danger of taking a matter like this in your own hands. Fortunately, it all worked out with the truck back at home in San Jose, California, where it belongs. I just can't believe how well that device helped me out. This guy's driving my truck, man. The suspect remains at large. The uncertain future of Roe versus Wade is an issue eliciting strong views from both sides. And now pro-choice advocates are peacefully targeting key conservative justices by showing up outside their homes to get their message across. Did they go too far? Pro-choice activists held a rally last night at the home of Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito, shattering the tranquility of his leafy neighborhood in Alexandria, Virginia. Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home in Chevy Chase, Maryland, was also targeted. So was the home of Chief Justice John Roberts. Fox News is leading the chorus of condemnation. These juvenile protests, I'm sure you saw some of the video, they're a clear attempt to intimidate and harass these justices. Others say the demonstrations outside the homes of the conservative justices are legitimate. When we're talking about the right to protest, which is a constitutional right, when we're talking about our freedom of speech, which is just ingrained in the Constitution, Republicans don't want to hear about it. Security around the justices has been stepped up today and the White House is calling for calm. Even as people are scared and frustrated, which is understandable, we should not, no one should resort to violence, of course, nor threats, nor intimidation, nor vandalism. A nationwide women's rights protest organized by Planned Parenthood and the Women's March is set for Saturday. Next, the young woman who says she was sexually assaulted by another college student. So why was she kicked off campus? Her father's outrage. What is wrong with you people? Shame on you. Plus, making history. The first pregnant Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move 
or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. A college student one semester shy of graduation has filed a federal complaint against her former school, saying she was victim-blamed when reporting a sexual assault. The young woman says she was raped by a fellow student, but after making the report, she says she was kicked off campus. Amber Cagliano reports. This 22-year-old student reported being raped to her college, but says she's the one who ended up being kicked off campus. I went to the school hoping that they would protect me along with the other students, and instead they punished me. Mara Luke, an aspiring singer-songwriter, says she was violently sexually assaulted by a fellow student at Visible Music College, a private Christian school in Memphis. It happened when a male student was visiting Mara at her apartment off campus. They were playing board games. It was the first time the two had ever been alone together. Suddenly, Mara says the student choked and raped her. She reported it to her college. Very much from the beginning, the tables had turned on me and they weren't supportive. It seemed as if they were very much in support of the perpetrator. Mara and her parents, John and Joy, recorded a phone call with school administrators that they thought would be about the alleged assault. Instead, school officials scolded Mara for supposedly having had premarital sex with another student, her ex-boyfriend. We're not talking about the issue that she had. What I'm here to address is the breach of contract that happened prior to the allegation. You breached the contract by violating Visible's values and a code of conduct. This young woman was raped and you're trying to be the freaking bedroom police. What is wrong with you people? Shame on you. It was hard to believe that it was happening. It, it was it, it was just unfathomable. Mara says she was pressured to sign a contract and admit to violating the school's rules or be expelled. Everything that has happened has just been so crazy and honestly just so unbelievable that this is truly happening, and especially at an institution where they claim to be Christians. Mara's attorney, Carrie Simon. They literally said because it happened off campus, they would do nothing, but then said because she allegedly had premarital sex in that same office cam off-campus apartment, they were going to punish her, remove her from the campus, and also silence her. When Mara refused to sign the contract, she says she was forced to withdraw from school, one semester shy of earning her degree. And the entire experience was so dehumanizing. The student Mara accused of rape was not charged. The school tells us they have not received the official complaint, but they say they take situations like this extremely seriously and seek to support all students with care. When we come back, the pregnant Sports Illustrated model making history. 
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. She's a model expecting a baby. And as a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, she's making history. Meet Sports Illustrated's very first pregnant swimsuit model. Katrina Scott, a 38-year-old fitness trainer, poses on the beach at seven months pregnant and cracks jokes along the way. My water broke! No way. Katrina is no stranger to the SI swimsuit issue. Last year, she was their Rookie of the Year. They called, they said, we'd love to have you back. And I said, I would love to, but I'm expecting. And they said, well, we would still love to have you. Katrina and her husband already have a three-year-old daughter. The swimsuit issue comes out next Monday. When we come back, a wet paint oops. Finally today, some very careful workers. These workers are trying to figure out a way to ring the doorbell. They want to avoid what they think is wet paint on the porch. This guy reaches, but can't make it. He tries with a pen, still coming up short. Wait a second. The paint's not wet. It's just really shiny. By the way, those guys were hired to remove a tree on the property, and we're just being super careful. That's Inside Edition for today. Thanks so much for watching. See you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey.